ESL Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Arsenio, and today we're going to be getting into In My Shoes. Workplace scenario, people. See, what this means, In My Shoes, that means you're imagining yourself in the situation that someone else is in. This means you're not giving compassion, which means feeling pity for the other person and feeling sorry for the other person, but rather empathy in which you feel exactly how they feel, being in the same position. You know, before I dive into the whole workplace, I was having an amazing conversation with one of my uh, childhood friends, Lindsay. Lindsay, I met her through track and field in high school, and she comes from a more affluent neighborhood, right? So because she lives in an area by the name of Green Valley, she, uh, Green Valley in Las Vegas, of course, she is far more middle class than especially me. I come from a more poor area, right? But I didn't let my mother and the blueprint and the financial blueprint of the generations of my past on in my family tree dictate exactly where I wanted to go in life. See, I got the hell out of that neighborhood. But my parents, well, I don't really know, but they choose to still live there because that's all they know and they didn't want to go outside their comfort zone in terms of that big step and taking the big step. Well, Lindsay and I had a conversation going back to Lindsay. <clears throat> and she said, before you begin about your journey being in Thailand, you know from me being a Caucasian American, I, I have empathy for you because I felt it myself firsthand. Being a pilot in Kenya, she would walk down the streets in some areas of Kenya and the native Kenyans would scream derogatory comments at her depicting what her skin tone is, which is white. So she says, she said that, you know what? I, I'm still trying to understand what racism is. I'm trying to read books. I'm trying to do everything possible to put myself in a position where at was that I can feel what you can and so that I can learn and teach others. That's called empathy. That's called Lindsay putting herself in my shoes. See, that mindset right there, if Lindsay could like, like literally impress upon the minds of billions across the planet, everything would be completely exonerated. Like everything would disappear in terms of the things and the colorism and the racism and the whatever isms are out there. So now getting back into workplace, what I want you guys to do is describe a situation. <clears throat> so here we go. I have a question for you. When was the last time you complained about something in your workplace? What happened and how was your complaint dealt with? Were you happy with the outcome? Okay, so this is the situation. Now, some of you do not know, and I'm going to stay on task here uh, because we're already in the woods in regards to talking about some deep topics. But there is a corporate training division in my company. You guys may have heard me talk about it. And I got really scared because it was like on one of my stress podcasts in season six. And then I saw that Thailand, the plays within like a couple of hours had gone up into the dozens. I'm like, oh no, I feel like my boss or somebody got a hold of this. I'm going to have to get away from this. So I'm going to tell it from a different perspective now because I was scared as hell. I had to hurry up and delete that damn podcast. You understand what I'm saying? So tone it down. Now, in saying that, going back to that corporate training division, I didn't necessarily complain to someone, but I complained about something. 
Now, given the fact that at the beginning of this year, I was able to get my own company, right? Basically, I was doing my own training at the company. And this corporate training division in January, February, March, this lady would continue calling me. And I'm like, dude, why do you keep bugging me? Now, just to give you a background of this, the reason why I am so agitated to why she is calling me ever so often is because she calls me just to demoralize me, to dehumanize me, to take away my human, like to take away the human inside of me and to boost my hopes of believing that I'm going to end up getting a company, but I never do. Now, she called me one time, or Sydney, are you free this day? Yes, okay, she disappears. She did that not only twice, not three times, but four times. I finally confronted her. I said, why do you continue? Like, you asked me if I'm free Tuesday and Thursday. There's a company near this MRT. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Then you disappear. She's like, oh, well, I sent four other teaching profiles and the company didn't, uh, you know, choose you. And I'm like, oh, let me guess. Given the fact that I'm in Thailand, can you imagine with these teaching profiles, do you have a picture on these profiles? Yes. In Thailand, you need to put a picture on your profile and resume. They don't judge you based on the writing on your resume. They judge you based on the photo. Given the fact that I'm in Asia, let alone Thailand, and I know what it has been like for the last eight, well, not anymore, but let's just say from 2013 to about 2017, I know that companies are choosing other teachers based on the color of their skin. I just had it happen to me last year. And this is outside of you. So I told her, I said, you know what? Don't even bother me with this garbage anymore. You already know that you're not even going to, you're not going to give me anything. And the last time she had called me, it had to be like in late March. And she's like, hey, are you free? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. Well, not for you. Even if I was, not for you. But I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be nice. I said, how can I help you? Oh, well, there's this company. And I'm like, oh, and, and deep inside, I'm like, okay, well, I already have my company. And if you can't match the salary that I have, which is obviously an apparent, just get away from me. But I just wanted to hear and say, okay, where is this company? Guys, you have no idea. The company was literally two and a half hours away from where I live. And she's like, oh, but you could take the, you could take the, the train there. Then you could take a taxi. Do you understand? I'm going to waste two and a half hours getting there, two and a half hours coming back. Unless you're paying me upwards of 150 US dollars an hour, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. So just leave me alone. Okay. And of course she ended up disappearing. So I complain about this because it's all about fairness and it's in the same realm as in your shoes. Like, do you have empathy? Like, does, do you or the main boss of the company understand what you're doing? If you give the opportunity to tie companies to exploit and to be narrow-minded and myopic, meaning having that monolithic perception, that age-old, 2,000-year-old perception that this color is better than this color based on the color. If you guys don't put yourselves in my shoes, you will never understand. I'm the number one. If you send a profile to a company, you have one profile. This is the guy. No and if or buts. That's it. And it's funny because, of course, they don't do that. It's all based on money. It's all based on clout. So I'm like, guys, don't even bother me with this garbage anymore. I'm done. I'm done with you guys. Like, that's it. I'm just in-house. I treat you guys as a garage. You're my security. I park my car to get security. That's it. That's all I consider this job to be. My goal is to not work as much as I do with you guys, to be honest. Do you feel me? So, in saying that, 
the lack of empathy and if people aren't able to see it in my shoes, they're never going to be able to understand. Not trying to go into, you know, obviously human rights, but obviously the whole Black Lives Matter protests. They didn't, the majority of the world doesn't hear them. It's not about police brutality. It's about the under the rug type of racism that has been engraved in American society for more than 300 years, going back to the genocide of the Native American Indians. But the thing is, people of other different nationalities, ethnic origins, whatever, color, whatever, they would say, oh, you're playing victim, you're playing victim, you're playing victim. See, that's a lack of empathy. You're not putting yourself in my shoes. So I'll tell you what, okay, where are you from? Texas, okay, you're from a town of 100. I would like you to go live in Botswana for a year. In a community where there are just black Botswanans, that's it, okay? Of different, different tribes, different everything. You tell me, and after that one year, I could tell you right now, that person will have developed empathy. Because if you don't experience it, you'll never understand it if you're not willing to understand it. So in the workplace, if have you ever had that boss who just doesn't see eye to eye with you and whatever he says, it always goes. And even when you say, dude, do you have any empathy whatsoever? They don't. I was in that workplace from 2014 to 2017. So going into dealing with complaints with customers and colleagues, absolutely. You know, what kind, and I want to ask you, like, what kinds of things do people in your company or in your school or wherever you are complain about? So what was the last one? Um, oh, this is a good one. Um, was there something recent? I can't remember. No, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, no, that's not a complaint. Okay, so last year, there was one student, right? And she wanted to learn by the book. So let's say her personality was probably an architect. Me, I'm a protagonist. I do things way outside the box. But if you try teaching somebody who's normally taught <clears throat> to think inside the box, to think outside the box, there's always going to be friction. So I'm like, okay, you're in development and planning, right? At the bank, right? Yes. What bank? SEB. Okay. So what I'm going to do, we're going to dive into corporate finance. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm not your born ass bullshit ass teacher that opens a book and says, number one, number two, number three, get your motherfucking ass away from me. Okay, excuse my French. I, that, that's not teaching. That's not teaching. I don't even know what teaching is actually anymore. My goal is to change. I'm changing. <laughs> not changing, but I'm, I'm giving them seeds, whereas they could take those seeds home and make a decision whether or not they want to water them. That's what I do. It's crazy. We finished class. I thought it was a phenomenal class. She's like, okay, so what are you going to teach me? What are you going to teach me? Okay, do you want me to open the book and teach you I am, you are, we are, they are, he is, she is, it is? Like, come on, man. Wake the fuck up. You learned that bullshit already. Listening to your language, you can learn that shit at home. What's one thing you cannot get at home? Conversation, influence, developing things, developing discipline, necessity. These are things that will, like, like, what the fuck? But again, this probably, it's not only Asia, it could be, you know, different parts of Europe. Uh, it could be different parts of South America. You got to learn by the, well, America. Okay, fine. America. It's all about the book. I'm like, dude, this is trash. University is trash. You literally sit there and a guy, an old guy of 500,000 years old, he just stands there and talks. And then when the class is over, you leave. 
wow, you have just made me a better member of society. This is the problem. This is why I'm excited about VR and I'm going to start heavily investing into VR. And by the way, if I hadn't already told you guys, if you guys haven't heard the podcast just yet, I will be doing my third Bangkok International Digital Content Festival presentation this upcoming August 4th at 9 a.m. Make sure you're following me on my Facebook page, Arsenio's ESL Podcast. All right, we're going to be talking about some good stuff. But anyways, (sighs) do you guys get what I'm saying? She complained. I said, I understand that. There are some great teachers that are great at flipping pages. Oh, you're looking down on them. No, I'm talking about there are book teachers and then there are people like me. And I don't know how many different people are like me, but there is only one Arsenio Buck. So I think you guys should give her to another teacher. It's funny because she ended up disappearing. And then I heard from another teacher that, oh yeah, I teach her. I'm like, damn, you guys couldn't even tell me that you gave gave her to another teacher. That would have been cool with me, but you just left it quiet. And I'm like, okay, give her to someone else. It's crazy. He's The other teacher, he's like, dude, yeah, she's happy. I just go page by page. It's funny. Three weeks later, she stops. That's it. That's the end. She doesn't learn anymore. Oh, I'm too busy. See, you didn't have it in your heart to think outside the box to begin with. You didn't have that influence or necessity to begin with. You see what I mean? So when I get complaints from customers, and it's crazy how, you know, some people, you know, like three years ago, I don't have it happen anymore. Like I had to teach Bebe's kids. If you guys don't know what Bebe's kids are, two of the most, oh my goodness gracious, they touched my stuff. They broke my cookies, man. Even when the front office staff and the maid came in, they were still Bebe's kids. These were the most poorly behaved individuals I've probably seen in years, Okay. And it's because mommy's definitely never around and the maid just lets them do their own thing and mommy's just never around. Mommy sucks. Let's just put it that way. But anyways, it's funny because the girl came in and her mommy had put a voice message onto her little watch saying, hey, can you teach my daughter outside? And I was like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden, she never contacted me because apparently they had found out through the children and the mother said, what did you learn today? Oh, we just watched a movie. Uh, yeah, I can't control your kids. I'm not gonna sit, this is not a daycare. Okay, and apparently the mom complained and said, oh, no, da, 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 da. yeah, yeah, well, okay, hey, uh, Fern, yeah, hey, I'm not teaching these badass kids anymore. This is not a daycare. The fuck out of my face. Okay, that was at the beginning of 2019. At the end of 2018, I had two girls, uh, you know, girlfriend and girlfriend. They ended up just, like, dropping the, but they dropped the bomb on me, baby. Have you guys heard that song before? Those, oh, my goodness gracious. Because I canceled the class, they went full bitch on me. I could not believe it. They made up the most ridiculous things. I said, I had to see those. I had to walk past them in the hallway, completely ignoring them for probably the next four months because they were still taking classes there. One of them kept me on Instagram. I hurry up and blocked her, obviously. But I was absolutely dumbfounded. I could not believe it. But guess what? At jobs, the customer is always right, unfortunately. And we're going to be diving into that, obviously, as seasons progress. But uh, th- that obviously, that's not always, that's not true. Uh, but how do we approach that, you know, in terms of, hey, oh, uh, you know, you're not right. You're an asshole. No, you can't do it that way, right? But anyways, luckily, I don't have complaints anymore because <laughs> I teach the best of the best. I teach at companies. Uh, I get reviews. I'm doing online. I don't, I don't focus on other people's businesses anymore. But I'm just telling you from my perspective this is how it was, and this is how it's been. So what we got to do here, I'm going to hurry up and read you a snippet, then we're going to listen, okay? 
to a video. And then in the second video, we're going to talk about, obviously, a four-step uh, approach for dealing with complaints, seeing if it's an effective strategy. We're going to listen to the second part, and then we're going to have a lots of useful phrases for dealing with complaints for you guys, all right? So in saying that, let me read this, and then we're going to do the listening. All right, so let me just hurry up the screen share before I forget because, oh my God, that would be absolute chaos. All right, so got that screen share on. Okay, here we go. Oh, let me hurry up and read this out. In business, you can't keep everyone happy all the time. Sooner or later, something will go wrong and you will have to deal with the consequences. Customers will get angry about mistakes that have been made and employees will complain about being unfairly treated or their working conditions. So how you deal with these complaints may be crucial to your business. Do it badly and the problem will get worse. Do it well and you can often turn this situation into a positive one. Studies show that the level of satisfaction when a problem has been sorted out successfully can be even higher than if the problem had not occurred at all. And so in reading that, that snippet, I think it's very, very important to understand that yes, we had meetings. I remember at my old job, we had meetings before. And to be honest with you, when we walked out of the room, it was even worse. I remember I had a meeting with this uh, fake head teacher. This is about like early, like four years ago, literally more than four years ago already. Um, and the lady, and they were talking to me, and he, it was so funny. He was, like, like insulting me in a way, saying, oh, you know, I feel like you're going down the route that you're going to be that angry foreigner that lives in Thailand. I said, says the man that came here to marry a woman. Oh, my God. I should have, like, like I said, I'm telling you guys, you have no idea what I've been through out here. But let's just put it that way. Like, wow, did that make me feel comfortable, you saying that? And of course, me, my inner child, which is a completely different topic, was very quiet at the time. I would just let people walk all over me. It wasn't until last year where that inner child who was always curled up in the dark corner of a room, I ended up giving that inner child a voice. So then when I did have to have difficult conversations, I stood up and I said, nah, hell, to hell with you, fuck you, and you a bitch. Nah, not, not necessarily. But I did do that to two women who I had worked for, and they literally ripped me off so much money. They, they sassed me, and I said, you know what? Tell her to fuck off, and you can fuck off too. It was the greatest decision I ever made in my life. Because now, finally, they don't deserve me. And to be honest with you, you guys are working in places, and people are handling you, and you're just letting people just talk to you any way you want. Okay, whether you're working in a multicultural environment, we got to figure out ways how to handle this. All right. And I'm not talking about the Upshaws, one of the funniest Netflix series or one of the funniest series I ever had saying, you know, the little girl talking to her bully saying, oh, my daddy says you're you're very mean to me because your daddy left you. No, I don't want you to say that because you're going to get in a full on fight. Okay, but I'm just saying, how can we approach situations where the hostility is up? And how can we de-escalate that situation, right? So what we're going to do, we're going to listen. And then we're going to talk about this. And then we're going to go from there. So with that being said, let's do it. If it wants to work. Okay, here we go. All right, we got a girl. She's typing. Ah! frustrated. Obviously, you hear her. Let's keep it going. Claudia, I don't want to bother you, but can you upload your monthly report today, please? Can I just email it to you? Not really. I need it on the system for my meeting with Joe tomorrow. It's really important. I know. The thing is, I can't upload it. 
I had the report ready last week, but every time I try and add it to the system, nothing happens. Well, ask Eric to sort it out. I really need it done today, okay? problem right there as this video is still going on i'm gonna hurry up and talk to you guys that right there she oh, acknowledged the fact that it had been done a week ago she just said hurry up and get it done that would make me blow up on people i would quit so quickly because i just get annoyed of people who are bossy and who just don't see the good in anything i can't work in that type of environment so in saying that she's in the kitchen now eric 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 is walking by. Got a minute here we go He's in IT, by the way. Please. What's the problem? Thank you. Okay, the problem is I can't upload my monthly report onto the system. I showed you how to do that last week. Go to the menu on the left, click Upload Manager, and click Add File, and the rest is easy. I know all that, but it doesn't work. Every time I select the file, nothing happens. I'm not happy with the new system at all. There's so many problems with it. I know the new system had some problems at first, but everything is sorted out now. Well, not for me. Could you just take a look at it for me, please? Not now, I'm afraid. I'm really busy at the moment. Please, Eric. I need this report uploaded for Vanessa today. And I need to get my work done for David. We're working on something really important. This is urgent. It's always urgent. Look. <laughs> David said this project I'm doing now is the priority, so you'll have to wait, I'm afraid. Put yourself in my shoes, Eric. Vanessa wants to report for her meeting with Joe tomorrow. She'll be really angry if it's not ready. And, on a general point, I think we need to get more support from the IT department. Every time I come to you with a problem, you're too busy to help. It's not my fault. David wants me to concentrate on this project. But I'll help you after that. Okay? Okay. All right, let's break this down. First of all, helping someone after a project, which is going to take more than a week minimum, when she needs something done tomorrow. If you had done it right from the beginning, she wouldn't be having this problem. She is doing a simple task. Upload, she can't upload. You need to fix it. If you can't fix it, I'm gonna go to her, I'm gonna throw you under the bus. I'm gonna go over there, I'm gonna throw you under the fucking bus. I'm gonna go to David, hey David, it's actually your fault. I told him, he said you're working, blah, 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 blah. Guess what, I can't upload it. The upload button doesn't work! I can't upload anything! Like, what else do you want me to do? If you got a problem, you go talk to IT. I don't want to be, I know this is like, oh shit, that is the worst way to approach a situation. You goddamn right it is, but guess what? That's all fact-based. <laughs> I'm not getting in my feelings. If I can't kick click and I can't upload it and I can't get you to do a job, I gotta go talk to uh, the girl to begin with. Hey, I just talked to Eric. He said he's too busy. Sorry, I can't upload anything. What's plan B? Oh, well, uh, that is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot, but listen, you could go absolutely ridiculous my ass. Get your ass over there and go talk to David yourself. As you guys can see, the expletives are coming out and free-flowing because I just don't understand. Like, 
teamwork. We're going to talk about teamwork coming up in season, but probably in this season, season especially eight, number uh, number nine and stuff like that. Because some people, they just don't, they have that I-D-G-A-F attitude. I don't give a attitude. Hey, if I can't upload it, there ain't nothing I could do. I'm going to send an email. Hey, I try uploading this. I talked to Eric. He says he's too busy. So y'all hurry up and try to figure it out so I can upload my stuff. Thank you. There's nothing else I can do. So have you guys ever had that situation where you're at work, you're, you're stuck between the rock and a hard place, meaning your back is against the wall, which is another idiom. There's nothing else for you. There's nothing else that you could do. Dude, the button's not working. This isn't working. I already submitted this. This isn't working. I can't do anything about that. Um, yeah, that's the problem. And she said, think about it. If you're in my shoes, oh, after the project, I'll help you, bro. After the project, that's not good enough. So what we're going to do is talk about in the next, okay, in the next podcast, a four-step process, okay? A four-step approach in dealing with complaints. The questions, the meeting that happens after, we're going to break this down because often I think there are so many people out there who are stressed to the T, okay? To the T. Meaning you are stressed out beyond belief because dumb shit like this. And I know I got my, um, what is it? Uh, my Brazilians, my Mexicans. I know my, oh my God, my folks out there in Japan, out there in Seoul and South Korea, man. I know y'all go through bureaucracies in your workplaces. Oh, I be best believe I've seen it. Okay. I've seen it. Okay. And no, this isn't just Netflix. I just know what cult some cultures are about. And some people, they just fit that patriarch, you know, like, no, you got to do this. Mother, boy, I ain't got to do shit. You see, speak to me like that again. I swear. See, that's the black side. <laughs> that's the African-American side coming out of me. Now, I could be a very professional, cordial guy, or I could just turn into one of the, oh, don't, just don't push me. I could turn into that Las Vegas. Okay? You don't want the Las Vegas. <laughs> some of you are like, what, Las Vegas is good. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just joking. But just don't, don't F with me, okay? Oh, let's get into this next podcast. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that one. Write down your things, man. We're going to figure out an approach and solve these situations in the next one. So I am your host as always, over and out.